One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Another beautiful day on the Victor Bravo Go course. The sun is shining. The birds are about, and there's a sudden pause in the crowd. Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box. 15th hole here. Drivers recommended. <laughs> oh, is he a caveman? Because it's suddenly clubbed that one. What do you reckon, George? Well, g'day, this is Golf. I'm Andrew Datto, and I was in Crescent Head recently. Um, I was actually up there with my wife, and we were there for that, uh, must have been the quarterfinals for the Matildas. It was great. Uh, we went to the pub, and it was packed, and there was nowhere to sit. The only spot was there was a couple sitting at a table for like six, you know, a bar-styled table. So... Jack goes up and says, hey, do you mind if we sit here? And they said yes. And then me and the bloke get talking. Inevitably, we talk about golf and then the Crescent Head Golf Club. The game goes on. It was fantastic. That was the one that they won in the penalty shootout. <laughs> Pub went wild. It was brilliant. Um, anyway, he just talked about it so beautifully and longingly and just with such a joy. I said, do you want to do a podcast about it? Do you want to talk about it? So he goes, no worries. So we met the next day and we sat, there's these beautiful blue benches, blue seats, you know, um, that are down there on the point, right on Crescent Head Point, which is one of the great point waves in Australia. Uh, And it wasn't really working on this day. Uh, It was working because it was beautiful, but the waves weren't working. But the sun was out, the wind was up and, you know, there's a lot of people around. So that's what you're going to hear. It's Tony Baloney. I don't recall his real last name, and John Lewis, otherwise known as Leg Rope, otherwise known as the Surfboard Shaper, Shady Mountain Shooter. So all this is in the podcast. There's a bit of wind, you know, and a few people interrupting and stuff because we're literally sitting there on the beach. And these guys are legends, you know, they're local legends. So um, I hope you enjoy it. I loved it. And I hadn't played the course when we chatted and I was so enamoured with the discussion about the golf course that Jack and I went and played it, well, just six holes anyway, afterwards. And um, and it was so much fun. And it was actually so good. I've always sort of looked at it like, Crescent Head, you're kidding. I wouldn't waste my time there. But uh, you're not wasting your time. And it's tricky as hell and short, but tricky as hell and very slopey. But you'll hear all that. So I hope you enjoy it. Tony Baloney and John Lewis, a.k.a leg rope we started in the usual spot how did you come to golf uh social golf weekend hacker basically like at what age did you become involved with golf 
Like when like were you five? Did your grandpa give you his hickory sticks and? No, just um, mid-teens, bunch of blokes go for hit, hit the ball down the park, grab mum and dad's golf clubs. Nothing special. Okay, whereabouts was that? Uh, Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. At Newcastle Golf Club. Um, no, basically uh, Shortland Waters Golf Club. Yeah, which is near the university in Newcastle. Okay. And were you at, at, at any point? Did you find that you were any good? No, not really. <laughs> but, but you did win the comp yesterday at Crescent Ham. Um, yeah, yes, that's quite a badge of honour to win anything here. And we're actually four ball, um, best ball champions at the moment, Leg Rope and I. Right. And so Leg Rope, what's Leg Rope short for? Leg Rope. <laughs> so what's Leg Rope long for? Uh, it goes back to a lot of fancy dress parties we used to have up here before um, laws and regulations came in. I live up on the mountain up there, about 4K out of town, and uh, we, as I say, we used to have fancy dress parties, and so I put a suit on and uh, dragged a surfboard over my shoulder on a leg rope, and since then I've been called Leg Rope because right. so, I was called Leg Rope Lewis. All right, so I'm trying to work out... What, leg, what what regulations have to do with this dress-up? Or the, what sort of a party was it? Uh, they, were, they were good parties. Yeah. You know, 100 people out in the bush. You know, just everybody dressed up and having, having a good time. Okay. So is this... Is this, <laughs> it's, this so when was this? What, what, what time? Uh, 20 or so years ago now. It all fades into... Uh, oh, so was this was this century? Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, I've been here over 50 years okay. and uh, built my house up there and uh, we used to have New Year's Eve parties and, okay. or any excuse to have a party. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a rave party, but I was sort of thinking and looking at the age of uh, you guys and thinking maybe it was like an 80s or 70s, like an early days rave party or something. They were pretty um, laid-back sort of parties, you know, uh, because we didn't have breathalysers or police in those days. Yeah. The police were there, but they never showed up. Yeah. John's so house is actually an old church that he rebuilt stick by stick. Oh, OK. Mm. All right. And, um, John, how did you come to golf? Uh, well, I was a surfer here, you know, for X amount of years, and then um, something happened. I think I, I had prostate cancer going back in uh, about... 10 years or so and um, had to find something else to kind of do and uh, there it is out there. We put a golf club in my hand and... Um, and now you're addicted. It was... went on from there, okay. yeah. So yeah. what? So when John, um, uh, Legrape just said, uh, and there it was, so literally, as I said... The golf course is just to the south, and it, really, it's a small, it's it's a sm- really small parcel of land. Mm. It, it's like a park built on a forty-degree slope, possibly. And you, and so you were involved in the making of the club. Oh, is that right? It was open. My father-in-law was a foundation member in nineteen fifty-six when the clubhouse was built, but the golf course was here before that. Okay, uh, because all these headlands they never grow trees or anything like that it's been like that for you know ages so So, do you know the history of the course at all oh just going back it uh, they had to mesh off each green you know to stop the cattle from wandering around onto the green so you had to hop over a a wire fence to have your putt and that sort of thing (laughs) like a three strand 
with yeah. a barb on the top. Yeah. Well, the club's been trying to find out a bit of information of way back of how, when it was actually formed, but we couldn't go back that far. But it's it's over, we'll say, 56, and it'd go back into the 40s, okay. they, they reckon that far. photo from 73, yeah. where, the, where it shows that it's a full paddock. But it's actually the only um, six-hole, six-hole, uh, um, what's it, six-hole PGA-rated course in Australia. Mm. So it's PGA rated. So what did, can you um, can you explain the course for me, Tony? Like, explain the setup and how it works. Basically, first hole towards the ocean, up a hill. Um, all the greens are elevated, pretty much. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say. Fifty-fifty are elevated. Um, wind plays a major factor. Um, I know it's a, a, a cliche, but here it plays a definite major factor. The elevation of the greens, both down and up play a major factor, as you'll get to see if you go up to the second hole. Um, a green can look very, very small. Um, the fairways also come into play because when they're really wet, being uphill, your ball's going to plug. When they're really, really dry, they come all the way back down again. Um, the second hole specifically is, is a terror hole, um, which got me yesterday. Um, if you miss the hole, you're rolling another 150 metres past it down the hill into where we're sitting now. Right, so when you say it rolls 150 metres past the... Just, just explain the topography of, of how it all works. Um, oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just telling these boys, trying to hold these boys' hands and keep them still because they're dumping them on the table with the passion, <laughs> the passion for the goal. Well, I bloody love it. Um, the topography is basically... Uh, first, first hole's uphill. Second hole is basically off the edge of a cliff, um, 100 metres. Um, the third hole because the tee actually... So when you say off the edge of a cliff, you're not hitting, not like a rumour where you're hitting over a cliff? Pretty much. You're, you're, you're hitting, oh, oh, okay. yes, you're hitting over a void. And um, oh, okay. lots and lots of golf balls have been missing down there. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so you're literally hitting over, over a cliff. Um, the third hole, the tee changes each time you go round, quite obviously, with the placement. Um, so so, sorry, when, you, when you say you go round, so you'll play three rounds of six for your Saturday comp? Yep, three rounds of six, and each time we go around, the two will change position. Wow. Um, and does it change things much? Big time. Did you, did you get an enormous sense of deja vu every time? When you think you um, understand this course, the wind and the ground change it every time. Right. Because you're playing on the coast, so you, as a surfer yourself, um, when it's blowing northeast here, you're hitting into the wind. And when you're blowing southeast, you've got it up your backside, which means you have to change clubs. You may, on the first hole, have to go down two or three even clubs to, to get your distance. Yeah. Um, the third hole varies between straight down to where we're sitting, or it can go on the other side where you have to rent, do like a little dog leg. Okay. So that's up there. So it's up there. So it starts off over there. Down. So it's starting from the north, south, heading north. Yeah. The fourth hole is a dog leg. Um, and it's funny that it's a dog league because I'm looking out there and there's and people say this about Long Reef as well right? they go oh, bloody Long Reef no trees yeah. dog league what I can even have a dog league with no trees there are no trees there okay well we'll, we'll try we'll, we'll try and explain it so we're teeing off over here behind us and as you can see up the top here we're here, we're heading straight up the hill and over the back too where the telegraph poles are over the back yeah that's where the hole is okay and what's that what's the hump called Billy's Knob isn't it mm-hmm. yeah so if you can clear Billy's knob, so you get a nice slice on it, yeah. and you clear Billy's knob, you can hit the green. You'd be able to hit it because you're a big, big hitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, on yeah. a good day, I'm just, I was talking to myself <laughs> up at the pub last night. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you hit. I've seen you hit. 
So that's basically that's the fourth, and then the fifth, which is supposedly the hardest hole. It's actually been moved a little bit because of the new putt putt course that's been built. Yeah. So there's still we're not sure where that's going to end up now. Um, we've been told it won't affect our ratings, but it's uphill, elevated. Um, once again, you go long, you're in the rough. You go short, you got to chip up above your head. Then you go across to the sixth, and it changes on each one. Um, downhill, once again, um, you can take this poor man's way into a tip and run and hope that it stops, or you can go for the green, and if you go for the green and miss it, you've probably got a three-metre drop off the back, and you're going to be chipping back up. So is it is it a case of you always want to be short of the holes? Um, well, well, just at present, you know, with the dry weather, if you overheat, well, you end up in the ocean, you know majority of times because of the uh, this sort of grass doesn't grow radically you know so the run on it coming down that hill just as Tony said 90% of the time if you go in a straight line you're going to end up down where that fella is. You know, well, that. Andrew see the flag up there at the, up the top there now yeah. that's the second right and okay. this is where the ball can roll down to where we are now on a dry pit. So the guy this guy here yep. hitting off and again like there's it's really so the whole thing is really interesting because you've got a caravan park uh, on this on the northern end of the course, which is at the bottom of the hill. So they must just get whacked with balls, do they? Um, they do. I, I'll tell you a little story about um, I put a tee on my um, on my balls and um, golf balls, and um, I came home after my caravans over here, as we explained earlier, and I came home and my wife said to me. You have a tee on your golf balls, don't you? And I said, um, yeah, why? And she said, I found it next to our power board. And I said, oh, that was one I must have shanked and it went between the cabins. Yeah, so hang on, your caravan is like literally, I only know that because we walked past it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not staying with him or anything. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting a freebie. <laughs> um, your caravan's literally in the middle of the van park. Yeah, yeah, on the point. Well, right. They have yeah. what they call surfside and creekside. Okay. And so I'm, I'm on the surf side because oh, yeah. being a surfer. Okay. So what do, what do you like about the course? Like, what do, like, like talking to you last night, which is why I wanted to talk to you today, was that it's like you were so passionate about what, what is it about the course that really lights you up? Uh, for me, it's the bloke next to me. I actually said to him yesterday, because he was late turning up, and I said to him, let's just make a rule here, John, or Leggy, I call him. If you're not turning up, ring me, because if you're not playing, I'm not playing. Oh. And... Every time, we, every time we play this, we get... Because Larry Grove's got his own cart. And right. Every time we get to the second hole, John says, how good is this? <laughs> so what, what is it, um, John, what is it about the, the course for you? Just the vision, you know. And, uh, you know, we've got good courses all around us, you know, Kempsey and all that sort of thing. But as Tony said, we just come here to have a bit of fun and hit a ball and that. But going back a bit prior this golf course went the other way and way over on that side there houses were getting hit with golf balls because people were slicing and all this sort of thing so they changed it around hopefully to get rid of the balls hitting houses but they still hit the house. I still managed to get them in there. <laughs> Graham Barsby's um, house is on the corner at the top of the near the second there. Graham's a well-known identity. His family go back a long long way and um, I'm always a resident of going to get my balls out of his front garden. Right. And is there any stress with that with people like fed up 
Jesus, you know, put up a net. Because, well, of course, they're not going to put up a net because it's going to obstruct their view. There is a small one here at the... That was going to go right up along the road there from the golf club up to number 2T to stop this particular thing. But the problem was the, the net had to be probably 50 foot high to yeah. stop balls going right. So the club have got a thing of insurance-wise, because I was a builder here for a lot of years and I did a lot of window fixing along that road because <laughs> uh, and actually one day a guy hit a ball into this Graham Barsby place and he happened to have the front door open they went straight through the front door and ended up his wife was washing up and the ball landed at her feet <laughs> without breaking anything but that happens so did he go in there and go sorry Doris <laughs> no. now listen if you could just stand back there a little bit <laughs> I, I, I can get a club on this. I, I always make sure that I take my hat off as I'm walking over to get the ball and say, hi, Graham, just so he knows it's me. Okay. Yeah. What is it about Crescent Head that makes it, and, and literally, you know, like where we are, you, you can hear the dogs and people chatting and stuff, you know, because it is, it is literally one of the great views on the East Coast. Um, what, what, what is it for you guys about Crescent? Uh, well, for somebody who's not born and bred here, it's, um, it's an addiction for me. Um, just love the people. Um, Love the surf, as you can see. I've got the, the caravan within... I wake up in the morning, walk out here and have a look at the surf. And if I can't surf, I'll fish. And if I can't fish, I'll play golf. And if I can't play golf, I'll go for a punt at the tav or the, the club. Or I'll go to Lab Grape's place and we'll split timber or something. And mm. it's just for me, it's a the total... I'd, I'd like to live here, but I'd, I've seen what it's like at tourist time. And it's a nightmare. Okay. So, what about for you, Legrope? How do you get around that? I know, I know, and I know you're in the hinterland, so you're probably not right in the guts of it. Do you avoid it in the in the summertime? Not really, because I know it's only there for six or eight weeks and that. But looking to the west, that's been like that for ever a day, you know, because it's all national park. Most other places up and down the coast, that'd be saturated with houses over there. See, yeah. so. It's just a visual thing, you know, like, as I said, we could go to town and play, but why? You know, we're 70 years of age, or a bit older, but, you know, um, it's competitive in there, whereas out here, as Tony said, we have a ball. But I do get the feeling it's competitive, especially from what you were saying last night, that, you know, like, for you to win the Saturday comp, it is... So, it, 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 golf is all... Golf is golf is golf, right? Golf is about... It's... it's it's, sometimes second is good, but it's it's about winning it, isn't it? And that and that must hold true here. Yeah. I, and I'm asking. I, I I don't like losing anything. You can ask my wife about that. I've I've played other sports at relatively high levels, and and winning is um, up there. But for me, um, the the titles here are second. John does well, but we, as I said to him, if somebody puts competitive on me with golf, I just go to pieces. I play my best golf when I don't care. And and that helps with playing with him because we laugh so much. Right. You know, we don't take ourselves too serious. And when I do, he tells me. Okay. So, Johnny, you're quite good. No. <laughs> I'm about an 18 handicapper. Okay. Tony, you're, tw- you're 19? Yeah, I crack 20, yeah. So I do 19. get a few holes in one. I've had six, actually, out here, which is quite a... Is that a, is that a record? No, it's, uh, I think the record was up about seven or eight. So I'm on my way there. I was telling Andrew last night that I had one that I didn't actually see it. You've seen it. 
mm. because I had to hit it over on the 18th, which is one of the holes that's a blind shot. So you're hitting it over the hill. You can't see the, the pin, so you're making your line off a tree. And John's seen it, but I didn't, so... So if you get a hole-in-one, do you... Does the bar shout you? Do you shout the bar? Is there a bell to ring? Is there... Not really. It used to be that way. You used to get a bottle of bourbon or something like that, but with laws and regulations that came in, and, well, that went out the windows, and now you get a voucher for $50 or so, and I've started making bush trophies for the boys rather than buying commercial ones out of a... Yeah. A commercial shop and that sort of thing, so it gives the boys a bit of incentive to um, try and accomplish so, a hole in one. So I feel I feel a kindred spirit with you. <laughs> or is it to just describe some of your trophies? Uh, just bush art, yeah. I, I get the ball off them and that sort of thing, and I get a branch or something, you know, six inches long or something like that, and a bit of a hole in it, and they'll drill a hole or something like that, and... Uh, I gave a really nice one to one of our boys that are going down to have both his knees done and I think he was nearly brought to tears, you know, because I said to him, just take it with you down there and sit it on your side of your, whatever you call the thing, beside your bed. This guy was was lucky to still be alive, actually. He's gone through a lot of medical issues. So for Jimmy to um, have something like that, you're right. I could see it when you gave it to him. John, he seemed really... um, really emotional about it and is this just looking at these i don't know what the hell that motorbike is it's green and pink and yellow wow it's a girly bike. is that uh, <laughs> is that is that one so is that sort of one of the crescent head things is that it as it gets busier and we and we are in the middle of august so it's not anywhere near peak time but it, it, it there there is quite a, a buzz around isn't there well, there's a tourist route here, see? So, you know, they come in off the highway at Kempsey and go 30 or 40k and they end up at Southwest Rocks, you know, yeah. that way. And oh, OK. On the way in, this is where they call in and have a cup of coffee or so. And Do a bit of tie kicking and... <laughs> yeah. You know. And I would have surfed that uh, back. I played... That's what you did last night. Oh, yeah, I surfed there 10 foot. <laughs> oh, does he? Does he surf at 10 foot? <laughs> No, I think he might have been. No, he said six. Six to eight, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Off here, six to eight, easy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. It's, it's, you've surfed here, haven't you? I have, but it's usually so, if I've been through and it's been busy, I'll rather, I'd rather go and surf at, say, race course, right, where course, it's, yeah. it's not busy, because yeah. I'm not a exactly. very good surfer, so, you know, I, I don't want to just, I don't want to fight for the waves. Well, when, yeah. it, when it gets busy here, I'll, I'll do the same as you. I'll sneak down to race course, but now there's such an influx of, girls and uh, hipsters and all that type of stuff, the race course is virtually its own city itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now the road's tarred all the way to um, yeah. all the way to Big Hill. So, which is good and bad. <laughs> God, How good is it being an old man? Oh, God, back in the day. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. 
Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What about, so how different were things back in the day? Uh, they were a lot freer, you know, on beaches and that sort of thing. Like in the early days, I had a Land Rover that I used to be able to go on back beach here, get off at the other end and go over the headland and carry on another beach. Yeah. But, you know, with time, you know, they had to start blocking them all off and this sort of thing. Uh, just that thing on the back of being tarred. I was a builder and I used to head down there work-wise. And if you were there at one time when it was in a bad nick it wasn't a very pretty yeah. sort of a drive down there so and it was costing the council a lot of money yeah you know, the upgrading and things like that so it was just one of those things that it had to come it's, to play yeah, it's just changed for access and it does and so i john reminded me actually met when he was building Rancho Relaxo and we were holidaying there with a couple of other families, which was just the best. I think that's some of our best ever holidays. And we spent most of our time up there at racecourse as opposed to, to coming down here. And also, so Leg Rope Spring is T-shirt Shady Mountain Shooter. So you're a former surfboard shaper designer. So you would have been hot property up here. Uh, well, we were pretty laid back the same way, you know, like, a legend uh, in his own lunch. <laughs> okay, now, now Mr. Alley Boys has come over. This is Paco. Paco. <laughs> he's another pest. Okay, so the saying he's a legend in his own time. Yeah, well, as far as which way? Uh, in terms of the shaping. I came out of Cronulla area yeah. and I worked for Gordon and Smith Surfboards down there and uh, met my wife in... Uh, a long time ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, any surfer always wanted to come to Crescent Head. Yeah, and I was very lucky. I met a lady that lived at Kempsey. Okay, so it was just I won't get inevitable out. Oh, I did. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we came here way back then. I we moved into Port Macquarie, and I set up a business over there and shaping. Uh, I had a surf shop over there. Yeah. Uh, out along Hastings River Drive and that sort of thing. And uh, anyway, a, a bit of land came up, you know, 4K out of Crescent Head through my father-in-law. So it was just a matter of time that I ended up at Crescent Head. Okay. Is there surfboard, uh, same, you know, same as golf is golf, is that you still got to hit the ball and get it in the hole. It's the shaping of surfboards. I know it's changed and I know they're different. But is there a surfboard design for Crescent Head, given it this, you know, this beautiful point break that's different to other boards that you would shape for other places? I personally believe it's a longboard wave. You know, a lot of shortboarders come here. It's all right, as Tony said, if it's eight foot or six foot or something, shortboard will work. But to me, the best waves you can get here are on a longboard. Right. So that's what we kind of did. <laughs> yeah. Another character. Yeah, I get the feeling that yeah, this, this, this feels a, this feels a little bit like North Stain with the the guys in their the guys in their, the guys in their fifties and they all sort of stand there and look at the waves and go, oh, too small, oh, too big. All right, guys. So, what's your golfing dream? Do you have one? 
Um, no, 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 just to keep hitting the ball and playing golf with me old mate next to me. Really? Um, I suppose it's, I must admit, when you see a good golfer hit a ball, it probably, John's addicted to it now. He's always watching the US Open, so he'll probably say something like that. So I wouldn't mind going to a major tournament, even an Australian Open, to watch a pro hit because I think even just watching single figure blokes, you know, Paco's a single figure player, it just. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Watching single figure blokes hit balls, and you think, yeah, it's such a, it's not an easy game. <laughs> no, but what do you what do you love about it, Tony? What is it about the game that you that, that brings you back time and again, apart from leg row? Um, just trying to better better yourself each time. You know, um, we, we talk about it. He's my psychiatrist. You know, like because every, every time I'll go, I just when I think I've got one thing sorted. The other thing pops up. You know, my driver was working yesterday, and my short game wasn't. Do you, do you get much of a chance to hit driver here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you probably would not go around with a three wood, but for a little fellow like me, uh, or if the wind's roaring, yeah, you yeah you'll dri- drive off the second, uh, the third, and off the first you'll drive for sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And what about you, John? What what do you love about the game? Trying to not do better because I I did get down to about. 15, 14, but uh, as age creeps in, you know, uh, your score seems to go back. I tried to be down to about 18 when I turned 65, which I did get that far and progressed on a little bit, but now I'm going back the other way because I'm a little bit older, you know, but it's just being out here, you know, like as I say, up on the hill there, you look towards the mountains out there, you know, it's just a visual thing, you know, which draws us back, like go to a normal golf course like in Kempsey well you go there to play the game of golf there is one, there is one negative about this course um, of course John and I always like to play in the afternoon you know which suits us um, if the surf's working and you're trying to play golf and you're watching <laughs> yeah, the surf yeah, from the yeah, point yeah. thinking yeah. I should I be here? I should be somewhere else exactly. so that, that is a negative Andrew okay. it is yeah you know, when it's about four to five foot just Wrapping off that point is quite spectacular. Okay, so you're mid seventies, yeah, early seventies, and you're sixty four, mid October. Okay, and you're both still actively surfing. Yep. You've got a cart. You walk. No, I go in his cart. Oh, okay. Yeah, mine is Wayne handle this. Okay. So, so really, literally, the whole Crescent Head experience is sort of about being active, isn't it? Yep. Yep. If I'm not mm. surfing, I'm walking. If I'm not walking, I'm fishing. If I'm not fishing, I'm hitting a golf ball and 
okay. doing something. And how is the fishing? Uh, from what Paco tells me, um, quiet at the moment. They're, they're starting to come on now, but it's been a little bit quiet over the last couple of months. But when the blackfish start to come on and the dew are starting to run and plenty of sharks around, plenty of... Um, um, Duskies. And... Mm. Yeah, there's a couple of, as one of the local blokes said, there's a couple of dumb grey nurse that keep wandering around here and um, lots of whales jumping, heaps of whales. We were watching them yesterday, yeah, yeah heaps of whales um, migrating. Look at that guy. He's living his dream, see? Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the stand-up paddle boarders? Uh, I, I do it myself in the oh, So all right then. <laughs> yeah, I do it in the creek, but I, I don't go out there. I've had to give up uh, surfing. I'm trying to get back into Nick. You know, I've, I've got a pretty good sort of surfboard that's just sitting there um, doing nothing. And uh, physically, I did lose a bit of um, body what's the word, uh, strength and all that sort of thing, but I'm back doing exercise and that, so one day I hope to be um, paddling out there with my mate. He reckons he'll hold me hand. And right. <laughs> Did you, do you have a board, one of your Shady Mountain shooters that, you know, or do you have a collection of your own boards that you've kept to sort of ogle and look at and wonder next time or to pass on to mm-hmm. someone special? I've never been a collector, but I've got three or four at home of boards that I've you know, guys are giving me and that sort of thing, Shady Mountain Shooters, and I got a good mate down at Foster called Bobby Brown, and, yeah, yeah. you know, he... Um, Is he still he, shaping? Yeah. I had one of his and I sold it. Uh. Yeah. No, well, I've, I've got a brand new one. You know, hey. It's probably seven years old since right. I've had prostrate, and then I had a, a hip operation, which uh, threw a bit of a that spanner in the sitting under last night. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, no, I, I've probably got half a dozen at home, but I was right. never a collector and that. But a lot of people around here have got collections and I've got a couple of boards in there that they chase up and things like that. Yeah, but, great. but I've never been a, one of those sort of people to worry too much about it. You know? okay. And what golf clubs are you guys playing with? Jeez, um, old ones. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah. Well, did you buy them or did I, you find them? I, I would say they would be... 40 years old. Okay. And I, I'd have to go and have a look to see what brand they are. I haven't got Mickey Mouse ones. I played them. I, I don't need right. good mm. tools. And <laughs> I just got a set of Callaways, yeah. probably five-year-old, yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. I use most of them because, as I say, strength-wise is failing me a bit that way. Yeah. You know, I'll use a wood, you know, majority of the time off the tee, but, you know, seeing how the course is running at the moment, you know, you can go back to three wooden all that sort of thing so i got a decent yeah. driver yeah. i got a modern i got a tailor-made r11 driver that's yeah. the most modern thing i've got in there yeah you said modern 2011 yeah. that's it yeah great <laughs> well it's been <laughs> it's it's a real pleasure talking to you fellas um so thanks very much for your time i i know i don't have one of your boards but i do have your decal on one of my homemade boards if you saw it you'd oh, die you saw it <laughs> I well, remember he, he, giving you yeah, those yeah, and you said you were going home to shape the board yeah. and, and put it on. What's going on, girl? Oh, might as well get out there, shits and giggles. Go and give, <laughs> go and give Maxie a hard time. How good was that? Yeah, that's okay. So, wow, okay. All right, guys, time to go. Thanks very much for your time. Tony, John, brilliant. Cheers. Thank you, mate. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. Well, how about that, eh? Leg rope. Donnie Baloney. <laughs> Sounds like he's out of a mafia film. I hope you enjoyed it. It was really fun. I, re- I really loved it. And as I say, we 
went and played the course afterwards and had a we only played six holes but we had a really good time to play it properly you've got to play three loops of six and honestly there are some tee shots on there that are just frightening and in a in a in a view sense, absolutely world-class, like genuinely world-class. Don't believe me? Go up there and have a shot. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later.